welcome, welcome, welcome. Is it or is it not the worst day of the fucking year? Is it? I think it might be. This weather is summing up my fucking feelings about this day. Valentine's Day. Yes, you heard me. I'll say it again. It's such a shitty day. Like, honestly, like, to be honest, I don't even care. I don't feel left out. I don't feel miserable and alone. But this year, for some reason, every fucker of a couple have decided to plaster their relationship all over Instagram. As if we aren't all depressed enough. As if, if Sandra and Ben haven't noticed that, I don't know, we're in a fucking panty. So they probably shouldn't be meeting up in the first place, let alone posting all over social media. Second of all, do they not realise life's a bit depressing because, I don't know, we can't leave our houses, we can't do anything fun. But thirdly, do they not realise that the weather is shit, life is depressing, we're in a panty and they're going to go and plaster their happiness and their love all over social media. Rude, rude, motherfucking rude. But before I get on talking about more Sex in the City stuff, because realistically the four girls in Sex in the City would relate with how shitty this day is, let's discuss my experiences with Valentine's Day. Now, I've spoken about this like a few different times, but if you haven't heard it, here you go. If you have, press fast forward. So my one and only time spending Valentine's with a boy was with my ex, who actually I think we two together, but I don't remember the first one. But the second one, anyway, on Valentine's Day morning, he rocked up the house with like a teddy bear and flowers and I was a joke, oh, but obviously I was like, okay, that is kind of nice. Just mortified in case like the neighbours saw. And uh, he told my mum to pack me a bag and we went to Lyde for a night away. Like it was all very like romantic, vomit, vomit, vomit. Anyway, when we were there, Ireland were playing, obviously Six Nations was on and we got there and basically we were getting down to the nitty gritty and... I just like wasn't wasn't really feeling it anymore. I think I'd kind of started to like fall out of love with him. So basically pretended to have my fucking period. Like, why why am I honestly the worst person in the world? And he went he went to go and get me pads and tampons in a shop because he was the nicest person in the world. And I sat there watching the match and eating brownie that I had baked for him for Valentine's Day. So like we absolutely adored to see it. But I, the part that I forgot to say about that story was that night was the first release of the Fifty Shades of Grey franchise. Which you, if you know me, you're gonna know I was a fucking fan of these movies. Absolutely shite acting, shite storyline. Everything about it, the sex scenes, semi-shite. But like it was still a sex movie of course I was going to enjoy it so basically I forced him to bring me to this random fucking cinema and loud and we went to see the first Fifty Shades of Grey like it was all couples it was honestly horrific and we were in the very front row because uh they're like we didn't book it like we just showed up and everybody else had obviously booked and it honestly felt like I was in like Anastasia Steele's vagina we were so fucking close to the screen so close and personal um like at one stage I was like wait is he doing this am I doing this like what's going on here anyway so then we went back after watching the most kinky sex movie ever and I was like sorry still love my period period just wasn't happening the next day like we went swimming like as if I'd go for a fucking swim on my period like are you joking like are you having a giggle anyway 
So that was that. And then another one that honestly was depressing was because my ex broke up with me like two weeks before Valentine's Day. But the night before he broke up with me, decided to tell me like, oh, this summer before you go away, I want to bring you away for two weeks. Also, like I have so many plans for Valentine's, like you're going to be chuffed at what I bought you. But while he was saying all of this, it was actually the night he had planned to come and break up with me. But then the next day when he did break up with me, he told me that I was just too nice so he couldn't dump me so he's telling me all of this shit like obviously he just got like word diarrhea and kept like spelling shit literally um i was telling him all these things he planned romantic gestures and then was like actually wait psych the next day i'm gonna jump you in a tornado so like do you know what i mean if you're feeling like you've had a rough valentine's day um the only valentine's day that i was uh, in a relationship where I got the ick. So, I mean, I can't really get much worse than that, girlies, got it. But anyway, today we're back talking about my one true love, the only love I need in my life, which is fucking Samantha Jones at Sex of the City. Now, a few of you have gotten onto me asking for the link and I've sent it on, but if anyone is listening to this and they ha- like don't know where to watch it, uh, slide into the DMs, Martha OB on Instagram, and I will give you the link to watch it. Also, if you haven't watched it and you're like, oh God, is there any point in me listening to this? You don't need to have watched it because I'm comparing the episodes to my life. So I kind of mentioned the characters here and there, but not really. So now the first topic we are talking about today is sex talk. Do we talk sexy in bed? Like, do you do it? Because I know that I do be doing it. So I don't know, like, I just find when it's like really quiet, like I just am like, oh God, like, I just find it kind of awkward. So like, I'd rather, and also like, I'm very like, I like to communicate. I like to like tell the boy what I want, tell him what to do, ask him what he wants. Do you know that kind of way? But like sometimes like, but you know what really annoys me? I have been with so many guys that when they finish the, the deed, the act, they're literally just like, oh yeah, I'm done. And I'm like, I want them to be screaming from the motherfucking rooftops. I want them, the neighbours to be complaining. I honestly want literally like people to be showing up the house and being like, can we take part in that performance? Because it sounded like it was fucking 10 out of 10. But a lot of the guys I've been with this year, just like, oh, oh, I'm done. And I'm literally like, what? Whereas like, when I'm finished, honestly, your eardrums, like they're no longer intact. You know what I mean? So yeah, talking dirty in bed is definitely something that like, like I love a bit of sexting. I love like, if you know you're meeting up with a guy and boom, shakalaka is going to take place. I love like before we meet up, you know, a bit of like dirty talk. Like I think we know where this about to go. Do you know what I mean? Like I love that. And I feel like that's kind of like, it's just like a lot of guys like aren't into it or like maybe they're nervous or shy but I feel like when you get comfortable with somebody definitely add it into the whole thing and sorry I'm not talking like literally like I don't know like it's anything like absolutely outrageous like Miranda in Sex and the City when she starts doing it like she just gets so weird so she goes from being like really really like shy about it to being with a guy who literally anything she says like he's literally like ooh ah ooh but then she like turns and gets really weird and then he like gets sick and tells her to fuck off um so what she's saying is really weird but I just mean like tell them how you're feeling tell them if it's good are you enjoying it tell them what you want them to do a bit of ooh and an and so yeah like I feel like I definitely would be into that kind of vibe but obviously I understand it's not everybody's cup of tea and also like I Obviously, as you all know, I'm a bit of a vocal person. So obviously for me, it's easy, but I can understand for other people who like aren't. 
it could be honestly their worst nightmares. That is so bloody fair. Um, okay, so now this is another interesting topic because it kind of relates to like talking dirty in bed, faking orgasms. Can we can we all just stop? Can we all just stop doing this? So therefore it won't be it just won't be a thing that's a thing. It just won't exist anymore. Because by us doing it, we're giving lads confidence thinking that they've given us this mind-blowing fucking orgasm and they honestly just haven't and we've just done it to like end it can you not just say sorry i'm not really feeling this like sorry i'm not really in the mood sorry like you're not great at this obviously that's a bit harsh maybe don't say that but like just like kind of be like oh here look like i'm actually wrapped like not really feeling this sorry see ya like why do we have to be like ooh ah ooh ah i just fake it like honestly i just don't understand why that's the thing that ever became a fucking thing like it's just like and I've done it oh my god have I done it oh my god do I have the trophy for the best fake orgasm you'll ever fucking hear in your life but looking back I'm like I just gave that guy a big ego because I just wasn't arsed to continue to trying to make it happen so I just faked it to to be honest I don't even know if I faked it for his ego or more to just be like okay we're finished now like we can stop without it being like an awkward way to stop it but like another thing that came up in this like when they were talking about faking orgasms was it was once again Miranda faking orgasms all the time um and then she like told the guy she was faking it and he was to check oh my god no you weren't like you're definitely enjoying she's like no 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 like I, I am faking it and like fair play to her for telling him because like I'd honestly rather the world like swallow me whole than actually do that he starts like contemplating being like fuck what if every girl I've ever been with has been faking it and I've thought I've been doing a good job and I just haven't been and I I think that's also like a really like damaging thing to do to a guy like if he's getting with you and he thinks he's unreal at everything and then he gets with another girl and they're like wait sorry what are you doing like what are you like you're nowhere near where the fuck you need to be like honestly here's the map do you need a map to see where you're going? Oh wait, let me get my fucking Google Maps out because honestly, you couldn't be further from where 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 the action is meant to take place. Do you know what I mean? So I do find it can be like also for the guys, like if they find out that you're faking it, they'd be like, "Fuck, have I ever been good at this?" Or do girls just fake it all the time? Obviously, guys can't really fake it, so therefore, it's not really like it doesn't really affect both genders. I suppose they can fake enjoying it and just be like, "Oh, sorry, like I can't come or whatever." But like with girls, I feel like I know a lot of girls who have faked it and we just need to stop it's just not good for anyone it's not beneficial for anyone and as soon as they leave you're just going to be frustrated and fucking pissed off also I feel like we probably wouldn't have to fake it if people were better communicating like looking back on my experiences when I faked it if I had just been a better communicator so like tell them what to do, tell them what I like, tell them what they're doing wrong. Or even if I'd just been like, here, look, I'm so fucking drunk. Like this just isn't gonna happen. Sorry, like I'll see you tomorrow, round two in the morning. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like we just need to be better communicating and stop faking it. Cause like, it's just not good for anyone involved. Do you know what I mean? Um, okay, so now the next one that came up was boys faking a future just to get what they want in the present. <gasps> This one hit a fucking chord with me. It hit a nerve. It hit a fucking nerve. So now I have been in this situation many times where boys will spill you so much shit, tell you exactly what you want to fucking hear, plan your life together, have names for the kids, names for the dogs, 
honestly have your fucking house found and a fucking deposit for the house and then all of a sudden ghosted down here from you all of a sudden they're not they're not interested anymore and I think this is why girls are scared of like having sex with boys too soon because we all have this fear that once we have sex with them they won't be interested anymore and we have this fucking fear because boys fucking do this they literally treat you like the fucking Beyonce princess that you should be treated like and then all of a sudden they drop you like a fucking bag of shit and I just genuinely have been with guys like for example in my situations it's kind of been like a first date situation and they honestly will act like they've never met anyone like you that you are honestly the hottest person in the absolute world all this kind of stuff and then they'll be like oh wait sorry actually pause game I actually am not looking for anything serious and I'm like oh well that's really funny because last night when you were literally balls deep you were honestly telling me how how great I was and how you've never met a girl like me and how I'm different to all the other girls you've ever met like oh I can't even get into this I'm getting angry so I definitely think there is an element of guys doing that and to be honest there's no way of us fucking knowing if they're genuine or not apart from trying to read them which is obviously hard to do because some guys they do be deserving Oscars they do be deserving a good old Oscar so honestly with this situation I just think we need to be if it if it turns out that they were honestly just using you for the riding to get your bit thank god good riddance with them see you later learn your lesson also hopefully you enjoyed the ride and then there's nothing to be upset about anyway you got your bit life could be worse let's just let's just not let this shit get us down do you know what I mean honestly this boy is gonna go and do this 2000 girls and probably will never end up being happy because he's so used to fucking ghosting people that when he gets into an actual relationship he'll shit himself and it literally will last longer than he did in bed do you know what I mean so fucking leave him at it um okay so now the next one was um where was it okay embracing being single and alone okay so now this one there was this whole like single and fabulous thing and um Carrie like went to a photo shoot basically she showed up late she looked shit she was like can they do hair and makeup they were like oh god we'll do in a minute but can we take some test shots and she was having a smoke and the photo she literally looks like a fucking like she looks like a heroin addict like it's the most awful photo of her ever and basically they put it up being like still single single and fabulous kind of like taking the piss being like oh my god like look how tragic it is to be single in your 30s kind of vibe and this whole thing like honestly just pissed me off so fucking much because I feel like there's such a fucking taboo put on people who are over 30 and they're not engaged or they don't have a house or they're not married and it's like that is a fucking standard that was set by our parents who grew up in the same fucking town that they never left they met the boy who lived down the road from them ended up marrying them ended up buying a house when they were fucking 20 ended up having kids when they were 21 like it's actually the most tragic life to live and look at the fucking divorce rate now of course there's a massive massively high divorce rate who the fuck wants to stay with the person that they met when they were fucking 18 sorry like the only boy they've ever had sex with the only boy they've ever done anything with are you fucking serious do you actually think people like sorry obviously there are a few people who've met when they're younger and they're madly in love and they'll be together forever and that's gorgeous and lovely and props to you girl for meeting your fella but for a majority of people like they want to travel they want to have a few different jobs they want to have sex with a lot of fucking people before they fucking tie down to one person for the rest of their life like honestly I just feel like there's so many negative connotations and obviously it's different for girls and boys because fucking boys have their sperm for however long they fucking need it whereas girls have this like fucking clock on them that's like oh my god like you literally if you're not having kids by like 30 
literally eight you're fucked like you have to be trying to have kids by then and like it's honestly just so negative for girls because it's like taking experiences away from them that boys can have because we're so fucking focused on finding the right guy oh and we have to find a guy who isn't gonna cheat on us who isn't gonna be a wanker who also has a good job so it's like half and half and you can support each other who wants to have fucking kids who wants to get fucking married who wants to live in a fucking house with three bedrooms for the rest of his life with just you and kids who are gonna be fucking annoying and screaming it's like this is so it's so hard to like find people these days also we're in a fucking panty so people who are like 37 38 and single right now honestly must be having fucking mental breakdowns left right center but i think what this episode showed is that there's so much fucking more to life than obviously uh, sex in the city a lot of it is centered around boys and relationships like there's no denying it and they do spend a lot of the time putting all of their efforts into finding a fucking boy but also when you step back you have to see like these women are in their 30s they're single and they're all very fucking successful we have a lawyer on our hands samantha's her own fucking business uh charlotte has her fucking museum that's doing so well oh and carrie is writing like carrie's a creative person she's writing in her fucking newspaper every week about and i want her to myself like honestly do you know what i mean it's a creative aspect also she fucking seems to have the nicest apartment nicest clothes don't even ask me why because she obviously seems to be not making a lot of money we won't even get into it but what I'm saying is is this show does portray for very successful hard-working independent women even though a lot of it's focused around dating sex and finding a man will forgive them because they are showing like women who are doing very well for themselves in their 30s and who are fucking living their best lives honestly living their best fucking lives so this is the thing like that just annoys me I feel like there's such like negative connotations and also I don't know if everyone follows um I'm not gonna, I can't remember her name but there's this like influencer and she has just gotten engaged now and she's 35 and she keeps putting up posts being like what was expected of me when I was 29 30 and where I am now and she's like I'm so fucking happy she was like I've learned to love myself before I love a boy preach it to the heaven sisters and she's like I've been able to get successful I've been able to find what I love I've been able to build a following on Instagram and I didn't put all of my fucking efforts into having a house having a husband and having children I put my efforts into stuff that made me happy at the time and now I'm the happiest I've ever been so holla to her and we can all fucking learn a few lessons I feel like our generation will kind of phase out the whole having to be engaged and married at a certain age and having to have children at a certain age and having to have children at all to the ladies in the back who feel me on that one no children at all um and about meeting a man at the right age and even like having to like fucking settle down like can I not settle down with a different guy every year is that not a fucking possibility is that not allowed anyway don't get me started so now also oh my god such a trigger warning the episode where Charlotte fucking meets a man at a graveyard and he's there visiting his uh, wife who's passed away and they end up getting together. I literally was like, oh my God, meeting a boy at a graveyard. Let's rewind to when one of my friends met her fucking now boyfriend at my mum's funeral. Trigger warning. Can we all just like not use graveyards, churches, funerals, afters at funerals in a rugby club? Can we just not use that as a place to find your boyfriend? because if everyone would just agree to that I feel like everyone would just be in a healthier happier mindset so like how did you meet your boyfriend oh well actually um yeah my friend's mum passed away so like instead of supporting her on the worst day of her life you know I just decided
decided to straddle a boy in front of all of her family and friends at the afters of a young 60 year old woman's funeral and um, shift the face off him in my blue jeans and low cut red top that I purposely wore to try to find a boy at this funeral. Serial killer, serial killer. Anyway, oh my god also Samantha being iconic as always but some of her one-liners honestly send me into a fit of laughter that I can't cope so they're talking about men cheating and how like they just find it so easy to do and Samantha goes men cheat the same way that dogs lick their balls because they can can I get a hallelujah for Samantha like what a queen honestly I'm just so obsessed with that it's just because they can fucking cheat and they know ways to fucking get away with it until they're eventually caught and then everybody fucking hates for a week and then they're like oh but I was just feeling really down at the time and needed to do this to make myself feel better and everybody fucking forgives them and their ex-girlfriend fucking gets back with them and we all just act like they just didn't do what they just did and it honestly fucking drives me insane but exactly Samantha's so right they do it because they fucking can if they get away with it once they'll try to get away with it a thousand times and we all need to learn once a cheater always a cheater just find somebody else there is a lot of fucking boys out there there is a lot of people out there you don't need that one guy you just don't need them so dump them like a fucking bag of potatoes do you know what I'm saying okay so now let's discuss pubes because obviously this came up in an episode I fucking love how ahead of the times this fucking show is so now they discuss pubes and the girls are basically like you have to fucking shave down there there's no fucking two ways about it get the hair off now personally for me since the age of like 14 I've shaved every single time I have a shower I've never gotten a wax down there I've never um gotten hair laser hair removal anything like that because shaving just works for me it's a part of my like daily routine and I've never gotten like um boils or cysts or anything that can come from shaving um or like razor burn or anything like that obviously I have a good routine I have a good razor and it just fucking works for me so I'm sticking with it and also I don't find it hassle having to do it um, so yeah but w- during this episode they talk about the importance of shaving and everything and like I just think like nowadays I'm loving how it's like if people don't shave it's fine like girls are really embracing armpit hair leg hair um hair downstairs and honestly to be like to be honest like whatever you feel comfortable with like don't do something because of how a boy is going to see you or how a boy is going to treat you or how they're going to react to it fuck the boy if he's fucking gotten to your bedroom he wants to fucking be there for a reason he can fucking get over a bit of hair down there do you know what i'm saying so honestly whatever makes you happy and comfortable go for it but i do find it very interesting how they bring up the point of of course they want us shaved because they want us to look fucking young which is so fucking disgusting that that's how shaving even came to be a thing that like it was literally to do with like pornography and making us look younger than we actually are terrifying disgusting whatever but like now I'm so used to shaving that if I didn't I just feel like dirty um which obviously I know is the polar opposite shaving is less hygienic than not shaving so we've all been fucking brainwashed but that's just that's just the way I am and I don't think I can change my ways this late into the game um oh my god okay this was such a fucking interesting episode so um Miranda's getting with this guy who always has to have porn on while they're having sex I thought this was so fucking interesting so I remember I was getting with the guy like it was just very like casual fling and whenever we'd have sex he'd be like oh do you want to watch porn and I'd be like oh yeah grand like whatever and we'd pop it on and then like we'd literally watch it for like honestly like a minute or two and then we'd start kissing and we'd turn it off and it only like it only happened like two or three times but like I remember being like 
fuck if this was my boyfriend and every single time we fucking had sex we'd watch porn I'd be like okay I'm here why do you need to be watching this like I'm here naked is that not good enough so I did find this such an interesting episode especially for Miranda because she actually gets so pissed off by it and he needed it on while boom shakalaka was happening which I'd be like no sorry you're clearly not even focusing on me you're focusing on the fucking television or the laptop or whatever like no 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 but it also gave me PTSD listening to this or watching this episode because it reminded me of the fucking portable headset that if you haven't listened to this podcast you're missing out it was the ick podcast a guy fucking put um uh what is it a portable headset a virtual reality headset on me and like there was a place to put your phone in put his phone in and there was a girl giving another girl a lick out and it looked like I was getting one because it was like point of view oh my god it was literally the worst night of my fucking entire life but if you haven't listened to that podcast go listen to it iconic but it kind of reminded me of that like it's literally just like obviously he was doing that I would hope for my pleasure like he thought I was gonna get pleasure from this but I was so drunk I genuinely thought it was happening and I just couldn't get it over how ugly the fucking interior design in this bedroom was in the porn that I was watching like honestly horrific but yeah it just wouldn't be a vibe for me like every once in a while if you're in like a fucking three-year relationship and you're bored off your tits fair enough um and obviously watch porn by yourself do what you gotta do I'm here for it I back it but if it's every single time that you're having sex with the boy you're with I think there might be a slight issue. Um, he should be getting sexually attracted just from the fact of seeing you naked and doing bits with you. Do you know what I mean? Now, oh my God, another time when Samantha is a fucking hero. When fucking Carrie's diaphragm gets stuck in her, Samantha, of course, Samantha's the one that offers to go in the deep end to do some digging and pull her diaphragm out. Honestly, if your friend wouldn't do that for you, think about your friends and maybe look for new friends because your friends really should I think if any of my friends had that issue I'd pop on a glove and I'd 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 help them out I genuinely would like to think that I would um and now we're gonna end on this so now when I die okay when I die if my grave doesn't say everybody compared Martha Byrne to Samantha Jones I, I will not be happy but also in my lifetime I want to go into a club when we are allowed, go into a bar when they're open, sigh. And when I'm there, go over and be at the bar and a guy come over and be like, oh my God, you look really familiar. And for me to look at them and to just go, we've probably slept together. How iconic is that? When Samantha fucking said that to guy in a bar, I was like, she is everything I want and more. Everything I want and more. Like, oh my God, she is just my inspiration in life she is just a fucking queen 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 and now she is my fucking idol and Carrie like as more as as much as as the season goes on she there's just things she does that really annoys me like big talks so much shy to her the lad she's with and she's just like oh my god like honestly fucking cop on he honestly couldn't give less of a fuck about her but she's just obsessed with him anyway and not only that but I feel like she just like gets jealous of all of her friends like I feel like right now in COVID times like fucking Miranda would be like oh my god girls I can't come and see you I have COVID fuck my life and Carrie would literally just sit down at the laptop clicky clicky and would be like I couldn't help but wonder in a world where there's a massive pandemic am I the only one that COVID wasn't attracted
expected to. Like she would actually say that. She would go onto her fucking blog and write that if she was present right now writing her fucking blogs in fucking 2021. Even though it's coming back. So she probably will. There probably will be something about COVID and her being fucking sad that she doesn't get a fucking literal virus that could kill her. Like, oh, give me a fucking break. But anyway, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this. That was the first two seasons of Sex in the City done. And um, if you want a link, let me know. Also, thank you so much to everybody who joined the Patreon. Honestly, the podcast I put up on the Patreon this week is is the is the it's it's the it's 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 never gonna get better than that. That is the high of the high, the best day, best night of my life. So if you don't have the Patreon, go get it. Juicy Goss, there's like a few things up there now that you will get you through this tough time, this fucking depressing, dull, rainy day. Um, But yes, do not feel bad about it being Valentine's Day. Last night, I fucking matched with the boy and we had an hour and a half phone call last night. He just called me and I was like, oh my God, we love this. So I don't know, like I might actually be in a relationship today. I'm, I'm not sure, but I think I might be. But anyway, so... So adore you all and be kind to yourselves today. Love yourselves. Who fucking needs a card and boring flowers that are going to die in a few days? Go get yourself chocolate. That will make you feel so much happier. Love yous.